0: views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a
1: Skype call. Welcome to Healthy Edge Radio with Amber Thiel. Living with power, passion, and purpose, Amber has dedicated her life to empowering women to honor and love their bodies. As founder of The Healthy Edge, she is now bringing her message to the airwaves. Tune in for breakthrough, empowerment, and education on how you can love your body, feel amazing, shift your mindset, and create real, lasting results. This is an opportunity for you to learn, grow, heal emotional blocks, and transform your lifestyle. Healthy Edge Radio starts now.
2: Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Pat and I'm so thrilled to present all of you, present this to all of you, Healthy Edge Radio with Amber Teal, living with power, passion and purpose. Today we're going to be talking about, you know, like we get to co-host this show, writing your own rules for a healthy holiday. This is so interesting for me because I just got off the phone doing an interview on the state of affairs about diabetes in uh, this country. But this is a, for many of you, this is one of these shows where you can really get excited because that's what Amber does. She helps people get excited about what it means to live on the healthy edge. You know, Healthy Edge Radio is, is a show that focuses on resolution and solutions and what that means is you get to take your ideas your inspirations and turn them into action you could use every day what's the result you feel better you look better and life gets better amber welcome to the show this is great this I, i love this holiday show
3: yeah, thank you. I'm super excited. The holidays comes every single year, Dr. Pat. Do you know that? Every I year.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> deal with this. So I love it, though. I love, love this time of year.
3: Yeah. Exactly, and that and that's what I want to bring back to uh, women is not just the joy of the holidays, which I think we all have an element of that because it's it's a special time and it, it just um, it comes around every year and we have you know memories from our childhood and things like that. But for a lot of women, realistically, it it they dread it and they kind of either just check out and get through it and then realize in January, you know, that's when they step on the scale and and actually see what the what the consequences are of, of checking out for two months, um, you know, or, or others, you know, go through and they're maybe dealing with sadness, um, which I did, you know, for a, a lot of years after my mom died is the holidays. The the joy was kind of zapped out of it because I, I chose to focus on the loss and, and what wasn't there. So, you know, although we, you know, a lot of people think that the holidays are joyous, um, you know, the reality is, is that's not the case for everyone. So I think it's going to be important for us to dive into this topic today and, and set some women free around these uh, couple of months that happen every year
2: well you know I love that we're talking about it. it says writing your own rules now people may be thinking rules are they're not rules for the holiday but they really are rules for the holiday whether that we you know speak them out loud we have rules around the holiday can you tell us um from your perspective What have you discovered when you're working with people? What have you discovered they set up as these rules? And why is it we don't think we can change them?
3: Yeah, rules. um, Another word for rules are belief systems, which I've used before. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think rules will resonate with some people when it comes to the holidays because we have this idea of what it needs to look like, what it should look like. Um, and these expectations can set us up to feel certain emotions. And so rules are what we believe we should do what we believe. Other people should do what needs to happen, and they're really shortcuts for our brains. I mean, they're designed to um, to benefit us. Um, you know, all of us have belief systems. Nobody's walking around without having these rules or these beliefs. But they really set our expectations. So when you see people that are super, super happy in life, and they always seem go lucky, you know, even if there's things going on, they have a different set of rules than somebody who. Is a negative Nelly. They always <laughs> focus on the bad. They've always got something negative to say. Their life is never going well. I mean, we know those people. Hopefully, you're not that person, or maybe you don't focus <laughs> for that person. Um, you know. But the bottom line is, is, those two people can have exactly the same circumstances happen to them, but one will choose to be that positive, you know, uplifting type of person, and the and the other person will will choose to be negative, negative. and it's because of these rules. And a lot of them come from our childhood. They come from past experiences where we just made a decision. You know what? I now believe this. I believe this about men. I believe this about my family. I believe this about myself, about my ability. And we just make a decision based on something that's happened. And um, the interesting thing is that we don't realize that we made up the rule. A lot of times yeah. we don't realize that because it happens subconsciously, and and the other part of it is we don't we don't believe that we can change it, and so it's so interesting around the holiday season when I'm coaching women, is that there's these expectations of success. So I would ask, you know, maybe Dr. Pat, you can think of some things. You know, what what in your mind is the definition of a successful holiday?
2: Yeah, I think for me the the um... The definition in my world today, and by the way, I I will say this before I I talk about it, it's very different than what it used to be. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of what we're talking about today, Amber. I think it's because we've all learned that there are some things we can do differently. You know, for me, uh, an ideal holiday is spending time with people I care about, and not being attached to how I think it should be. So what I've learned to do is, most importantly on my list, is I want to be with my friends. Um, I have a small, you know, Linda, Melanie, Annie. I have a few people, right, that are my closest, closest friends. And I've let go of what it has to look like. I've let go of, oh, my God, my family story about, a full American, uh, let's say Thanksgiving, let's start there. A full American Thanksgiving along with a full Italian Thanksgiving, right? So I had to let go of that uh, to say, okay, I'm not even going to be in charge of the food. I don't care. Um, and I think that those are important ideas that it, my belief, if I don't celebrate it that way, something bad's going to happen. And mm. the reality is, no, that's not true. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some other
3: examples of, of just things that maybe some of the listeners are thinking about is down to when the decorations have to be up. I mean, think about that. Maybe you you have this uh, tradition that the day after Thanksgiving, you know, the decorations have to have to be up. But but then something happens. So you know, um, somebody's coming into town. Maybe um, you know, people want to go shopping all day that day, or you know, whatever. And and there's this energy around it. Well, but that's what we do every year. We put that we put the decorations up, and and so then people start to feel stressed out, and then the kids are complaining, and your husband's annoyed, and it's like it's all. All for this expectation because this is the way that it had to be. And, and it seems like a f- small example,
2: mm-hmm. but it's
3: examples like that that rob our joy. Um, Women who are on a health journey, who maybe have been on a health journey this year, 2017, and now the holidays are coming around and maybe they want to switch it up a little bit. Normally they bring a very decadent, you know, dessert and they use lots of butter and and (laughs) everybody looks forward to these dishes that they bring and they feel like there's going to be a level of disappointment. If they decide to bring like we have a healthy edge holiday cookbook that came out and maybe there's a recipe in there. They're like, oh, my gosh, this would be great. This would make me feel really good about myself. But what about what everybody else is going to think? I don't want people to be disappointed. So it's it's a rule about keeping tradition, you know, that that keeping tradition of what you eat, what you bring. Exactly. To be the meal. Um, You know, like you said, the tradition, you know, the tradition of, of what Thanksgiving looks like. And so that can, again, rob some joy and bring a lot of stress. A lot of that stress from the holidays comes from meeting these expectations. And I find that a lot of the rules are based on other people or what other people are going to think or how other people are going to act. I mean, some people think the holiday isn't a success if people don't get along. Well, I don't know about you, but like <laughs> my, the definition of family is dysfunction. I mean, come on, <laughs> like that's why we have a couple cocktails because no, somebody's <laughs> going to say something uh, about politics or religion, and then it's all going to just go to you know hell.
2: Oh, but- that's a rule right there, though. Okay, yeah. so that we got to talk about this rule. That rule right now, I, I can't remember what list I was looking at, Amber, but the rule about families stating right out of the get-go, we are not talking about politics this year. Right out of the get-go. And I, you know, what I find interesting about it is the big announcement about we're not talking about it. Everybody is like, well, wait a minute, I'm gonna talk about it if I want. That is a a, a an unspoken rule. But I think this year right now, uh, I can't remember the article that I read about it. It is verbally, be. I mean, invitations are going out saying politics not invited. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. But, you know, you're right. I mean, can you imagine, like, having rules that people can't talk about things, they can't be a certain way. How about what you wear? Yeah. Hmm? Oh yeah. How about the clothes you wear? Yep, the clothes. That's
3: you a big wear. one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and back to the politic thing. It, 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 when you have rules around what other people can't do, um, you you set yourself up to not be in control of your happiness, to not be in control of your success, because you're basing it on on having someone else fulfill that. So a better, more empowering rule would be something around your reaction. So you can make a rule that, hey. The the holidays are successful if I don't engage in any of the drama. I mean that could be that could be a definition. But now the power is back in your your hands, and not other people. So yeah that that that's super interesting um, as well. Um, yeah. So this this idea and 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 we have so many of them. I mean you probably could sit down and list just. 20, 30, 40, just expectations, rules you have, things that you always do, things that you think have to happen, or you're going to feel like the holidays aren't fulfilling, or you're going to look back and you're going, yeah, this holiday was really great, but we didn't do X, Y, and Z, and (laughs) it really takes the depth of connection which is really what I believe the holidays are about is that connection, connection to God, connection to people. It's a time of hope. It's a time of love. It's a time of joy of reflection. And when you start to put all these superficial things that need to happen and food and, and what I'm going to wear. And, you know, hopefully uncle Billy Bob isn't going to get drunk. And, you know, you put all (laughs) those things on there, you really do miss the point of the season and it it allows you just to kind of float through them, you know, not really getting the depth of, of the gift that's available.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how do we rewrite your rules? What happens when one day your daughter walks up to you and says, mommy, I don't want to sit at the kid's table anymore. Where do you go with that? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Amber about how to rewrite your rules and not just how to rewrite them, but how to go about rewriting them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Talking in my sleep at night, making myself crazy. Out of my mind, out of my mind. Wrote it down and read it out.
1: The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up.
3: Those of us listening hear
1: the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Best selling author, spiritual life, and business coach Joe Nunziata brings his higher energy and no nonsense style to people who are ready to make powerful changes now. Wake up, step up, power up with a shot of Joe. Join Joe the second and fourth Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern for 30 minutes of high energy, no nonsense, and powerful tools to make powerful changes. Visit joe That's J O E N U N Z.com.
4: Awareness is universal. Establishing a living awareness through meditation brings peaceful, healthy, and creative well being into your everyday life. The practice of living awareness, Spirit Fire's own meditation practice, is built on this belief and is designed for every level of practitioner. Each year, Spirit Fire hosts living awareness meditation retreats that allow you to explore the practice in depth at our retreat center in beautiful Western Massachusetts. Introduce yourself to meditation and the practice at the Foundations Retreat. Attend, in silence, a silent meditation retreat focused on mindfulness, presence, and nature. Or be engaged with the meditation sittings themselves at the Deepening Retreat. Start adding to your awareness and attend a meditation retreat designed to cultivate consciousness in your everyday life. For details on attending a Living Awareness Meditation Retreat, visit
1: upcoming events at www.spiritfire.com. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Gain powerful insight and practical tools to support you on your spiritual journey. Access your higher self and tune in every second and fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific to A Life Untethered with Andrew Martin and now co-host Jeremy Nudell. Walking the path of freedom. Andrew is a highly attuned intuitive oracle, energy worker, spiritual teacher, and international radio host. For more about Andrew and his services, visit andrewmartin.energy.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Healthy Edge Radio. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm here with Amber Teal. Amber, thank you so much for today. We are talking about writing your own rules for a healthy holiday. And we just finished talking about defining what those rules are and expectations. But now the really challenging part of this, Amber, is, okay, now that I've defined them, rewrite them? Never. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. This is the hard part. This is the hard part. Everything
3: begins with awareness. So my hope for you is that you do say, take some time to have some awareness around what makes you feel successful, what makes you feel like a failure. I'd also encourage you to get aware of how you feel love and connection through the holidays, how you feel maybe guilt when you feel guilty um when you feel rejected uh these are all super important and and that awareness comes from maybe even identifying what are the emotions that you want to feel during the holidays? And what are the emotions that you typically feel that you don't want to feel? So for some of you, that that's where this whole thing starts is like, you know, I'd really like to feel peace and, and joy and, you know, excitement or, or whatever during the holidays. But typically I feel guilty. I feel sad. I feel stressed. I feel overwhelmed. And then writing out, all of the times or, or the things that drive you to feel those emotions. So when you go to rewrite them, the key is is to make it super, super, uber, uber simple for you to feel the emotions that you wanna feel. And typically, this is not the case. We make it so hard to feel good. So some examples of, of some hard ways to feel success. Some of you will say, I need to work out every day during the holidays or 5 days a week and i i'm going to feel successful. Well, most of us know that that's not going to happen. Like the chance of that happening is is very very slim. So then you don't feel successful. Or maybe you have the role that um you know, I'm not going to be stressed out. You know what? This holiday season, I am not going to be stressed out. I am not going to be stressed out. I'm not going to be tired. Well, then guess what? You get stressed out, you get tired. Okay, now I'm a failure. So you see how easy it is to feel those negative emotions. Well, we have to make it just as easy to feel the good emotions and really write these rules out. This is not something just to do in your mind. I know that not everyone's like me that likes to journal and write things out and post you know, post-its on the, you know, mirror and things like that. But, but this is a time to do it because you have to get used to these new rules. So the positive emotion is what has to happen in order for for you to feel the positive emotion that you want to feel. So success, happiness, connection, um, appreciation, and it's anytime I, now notice the key word there, anytime I, you have to put the power to you to create that emotion. If you put it on other people, then you are at the mercy of other people. And that's where we fail with these rules is we set ourselves up to be disappointed the whole holiday season because we can't control other people. So to rewrite your rule to the emotion that you wanna feel, it's what has to happen in order for you to feel whatever. And it's anytime I blank, so an example of a new rule would be, let's say it's success, just yeah. success, but it could also be happiness. It could kind of mm-hmm. be the same word. Anytime I do something for someone with sincerity, love, and good intention. So think about that. If, that. if that was a post-it on your mirror, anytime I do something for someone in sincerity, love, good intention, maybe it's anytime I'm grateful So every day I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful that I live in in the United States of America. I'm grateful that I have $50 in my bank account. I'm grateful, you know, whatever. And so these start to create situations where you're in control. And these are things that you can control and make happen every single day. Maybe it's I feel successful when I allow others to react or feel a certain way. And I have no judgment on them or myself. So I just let them, you know what? I just let them be. I don't have any judgment. I don't make it mean anything. And so that could be success. And so the key is to make it be super, super, super simple. Um, And then on the opposite side of that is that the rule around the emotion you don't want to feel, you've got to make this so difficult, like literally impossible to happen. So let's say that you, for example, had... A failure. You know, you don't want to be a failure during the holidays. You don't want to let, you know, people down. So you say only when I choose to be a martyr during the holidays, will I feel like a failure? Because some of you ladies, you're martyrs, you're martyrs. You're, you're not just martyrs through the holidays. You're right. martyrs all year round. It's like, right. the harder it is, the more I take on, woe is me, and That's why you're not healthy. That's why you're not healthy physically. That's not why you're not healthy emotionally or spiritually because you wear this martyr act. So if you know that about yourself, then you can create a situation where you're bringing awareness to that and you're you're making a decision. And the only time you, you feel like a failure is when you go to that behavior that doesn't serve you. Like you know that it doesn't serve you. Does that yeah. make
2: sense? It does make sense. And one of the things I'd love for you to talk about uh, as well is the rules that we have to rewrite about what we should put in our body and what we shouldn't. And the Mm. reason I bring this up is I come from a a Mediterranean family, let's just say, where if you didn't eat what they put on your plate, they considered it like an insult. Like if grandma made tiramisu, And you're thinking to yourself, you know, grandma, I, yeah, not going to eat that. That would be like for the next 50 years, you would hear about the story every holiday that you did not eat that. So we have to figure out how to stand up for ourselves and even figure out what the heck we want to do so we know what to rewrite.
3: Yes, the food that, I'm so glad you brought that topic up because a lot of things around the holidays are also around saving up mm. for the big meal. Yes, We we just have that rule that it's like okay I'm not going to eat all day or I'm only going to have a cup of coffee because I know that we're eating at one or we're eating at four and I'm just gonna you know load up and just eat like all my calories and we don't just do that for the Thanksgiving meal we do that for holiday parties Um, we do that for you know events that we have at work where we're like saving up and then there is this expectation that some of us feel around eating what somebody made or eating. Two rounds because, you know, it's a sign of love perhaps in your family or to your grandmother or to whatever. So, yeah, this is huge. And if you, if you have to, if you stand up for yourself during the holidays and we're going to kind of talk about what that looks like because there are ways to do it with grace Mm -hmm. and there there are ways to do it without drawing attention You don't have to make it a big deal. And I think that's where people fail is that they make it this big announcement and they draw attention to themselves. And then that's where the awkwardness comes in and the judgment and the comments and the things that make us go, oh, see, you know, I told you that my family wouldn't be supportive and this is why I'm not healthy because everybody always gives me flack for it. Um, So my strategy is, is that when I have a holiday meal, I always eat normally throughout the day. So the thing, our thing with the healthy edge, we always eat breakfast. We eat every two to three hours. That keeps our blood sugar stable. It keeps us out of the crazy zone of being starved, which when we're starved, we never make good decisions ever. And when we're stuffed, we never make good decisions about how we talk to ourselves. So we want to stay right in that middle area. And so doing that, you get up, you have a healthy breakfast, you drink your water all day long. And then when the meal shows up, you're in a completely different space instead of, you know, rushing to the mashed potatoes, because those are the first things to be gone because <laughs> you're late. That was always our thing. It's like get <laughs> the potatoes in the rolls because they're not going to be gone. You know, they're not going to be there after half the people go through, um, you know, instead of feeling that way, you're really in a great place to look at the food. You appreciate the food. You, you're like, oh, I'm going to try a little bit of that. I'm going to try a little bit of that. And you're choosing from this place of control that just feels really powerful. Now, you may not think that sitting in the moment because you're like, oh, but it, you know, just to like stuff myself. Yeah, if you go there starved, you're going to be in that space. You're going to want quantity and not quality. You're going to be shoveling the food in instead of being present with the food. So showing up and not being in that starved place is going to be huge. And it doesn't even need to be a conversation because your whole plate could be full of a little bit of everything. And because you're eating slow and you're not scarfing it down, you're eating right
2: along with everyone else. Does that make sense? It so- makes sense. And it leads to, uh, you know, for me, it leads to uh, what I what I like to call you know, it's, it's cousin to talk about. And that is how we convince ourselves we don't have time to do some of the things that we normally do, like exercise, like take that kind of care of ourselves, right? I I mean, we have our own rules about how busy the season is. And I think that that for me, if I were to look at a rule that I look at rewriting it's that one it's to never say the word busy you know and I was very I was made very well aware of that uh the other day and I'm like no no there's more than enough time to enjoy everything in life to be with friends and what we do is I think we sacrifice one of the first things that get cut out is exercise don't you think exercise and self care.
3: Yeah. In general, general, we start to say no to ourselves and fill ourselves with everything and everyone around us. Um, and some people may be thinking, well, but I, but I want to give to other people or that, you know, whatever, but we give more to other people when we Mm -hmm. give to ourselves. So yeah, we start to cut things out. Exercise is a super easy one because unlike eating, Mm -hmm. which we have to do, I mean, some of you may say, well, you don't have to. Well, yeah, you, you need to eat and, and drink in order to live. Exercise is not the case. You don't have to exercise. But every day, we typically open up our mouths and put food or drink into our bodies every day. And so what we what that looks like is is going to determine whether or not we're healthy. But exercise is so easy to cut out because we don't have to do it.
2: Yeah. We don't. Well, we're going to talk about this in depth when we come back, but before we do, uh, you have something we're going to announce, and then we'll talk in more detail when we come back. You're doing the 10-Day Fitness Challenge. I love that. Yes, I love
3: it. So we've done this every year, and it is the perfect opportunity to overcome the excuse around exercise during the holidays. We've created a super simple challenge. We do a move a day, and that move a day has a number of reps or a time around it. And you do that move throughout your day. You can do it in high heel shoes. You can do it when you're taking care of your kiddos. You can do it when you're going to the bathroom while you're shopping. I mean, literally, it can be done anywhere. You're not going to get sweaty. You're not going to have to take a shower afterwards. But If you didn't commit to doing 250 squats, for example, throughout your day, and then you wake up the next day and your your tuchus hurts, you're like, wow, I really felt that. That is just such, um, it's it's proving to ourselves that every little decision that we make does make a difference. And so for 10 days, during the first 10 days of December, uh, you basically prove to yourself and create a new belief that I can make exercise happen, during the holidays, and it just builds that momentum that many of you want to carry into the holidays, that you are a healthy person and that you can do this. And that the journey that you've been on, or you've been thinking about getting on, like it can continue during a time of year that many people tell us that it can't. So at HealthyEdgeRadio.com, we, you actually, our listeners now are the first people that are able to join this challenge. I've
2: already done it. When you were just talking, I already did it.
3: Great, so I you already to-
2: did it and I already joined the Facebook group. Perfect, while you were talking
3: perfect, perfect. So, we've got a Facebook group, we're going to support you. We've got great trainers and coaches that are going to be, um, you know, inspiring, uplifting you, and just being with other women and, and a few men that will join us as well. Benny. Uh, they bust through that belief system.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let's take a short break. We come back. We're going to talk about not only how this works, but I love the idea that what Amber and the team are doing is they're going to like give us like specific instructions. I love instructions. Believe it or not, for those of you listening, I am super obedient. When we come back, we're (laughs) going to talk about the exercise conundrum and what Amber has done to alleviate it. We'll be right back.
3: say at least I did in my way lie away two-faced, but in my heart I understand I made my move and it was all about you now I feel so far removed.
0: Have you ever said to yourself I need to let this go? While the phrase sounds effective, what does it actually mean? How do you let something go? Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show Mainstream Metaphysics Radio. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on using energy effectively to embrace joy. Here's an idea when letting something go. Find a time you won't be disturbed and just between you and the universe, handwrite a letter sharing all your feelings of anger, hurt, and sadness. At the end, write, however, I choose to live my life with love, joy, and strength, and so for all that, I release you. After you sign your name, immediately shred the letter noting how your body physically feels as you release something that you've been carrying for oh so long. If you'd like to schedule a session, please visit my site at EliteTarot.com. That's e-l-i-t-e-t-a-r-o-t.com.
1: Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show, Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit GetTheHealthyEdge.com.
3: You are the one thing in my way, you are the one thing in my way, you are the
2: one thing in my way. Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You know, you were the one thing in my way, I'll tell you, there is no one thing in your way when it comes to taking care of yourself around the holiday. There is, like Jessica says, thing one, there's thing one, that's you and Amber Teal joining me here today, but more importantly, we were just talking about creating a new rule for exercise and um So you can go to healthyedgeradio.com right there. You can sign up for the 10 day fitness challenge. I just did it when Amber was like talking and explaining it. I, it took me like two seconds to do it. And then I clicked on the Facebook group. And of course, because I'm on air with you, Amber, I'm not going to watch the video or go to my email account. That would be like obnoxious multitasking doing a radio show. So we're not (laughs) going to do that. Um, But I, I, I wanted to just demonstrate If you're going to make a commitment to yourselves, that's how quickly that took for me. And what I love about it, we're going to talk about it now, is this. Here it is. This fitness challenge, Amber and the team are going to help us through picking a thing. Like, you know what's overwhelming about this? Uh Uh-oh, here's my rule. Uh Uh-oh, here it comes, Amber. Uh Uh Uh-oh, I can Uh hear it. That's the beginning. Uh 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 Uh-oh, (laughs) uh-oh. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say it. Jessica, are you listening? Um, When it comes to exercise, we got rules about what it needs to look like. And if we can't exercise in that way, it's just not good enough exercise. See, you know what I'm saying? It's like if we don't get to the gym and do the entire circuit and then in between the elliptical and this and that, we're like a failure. But you're taking a little different approach with this that I love. Yes. And let me talk
3: about what you just said, because for many women who are locked in, in a uh, standstill with their weight release, a lot of it is because of this, this idea of doing the same thing. Whether it's elliptical or it's a certain class that does certain moves. And our body is designed to use the least amount of energy possible. So when we do the same move, the same circuit, the same exercises, we burn less calories. Our bodies get used to doing the moves. That's why you don't get sore anymore. That's why you don't, you know, feel it the next day after your workout. It's when you switch things up is when your body doesn't know what's going on and has to adapt. And that's when you burn the most amount of calories and you're going to get the best results. So that belief, cell, belief system in and of itself, you know, I have to run to lose weight. Some of you have that. You know, if I lift weights, I'm going to be bulky. You know, these are the very belief systems that hold you back. And how do you know that you're being held back with your exercise belief? If you're doing it and you're not getting the results you want, (laughs) holy cow. I mean, I have been doing the same thing for 20 years and will not let go of it. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, your body does not look or feel you want it to, but you keep, because you got to be right, right? We have that. I need to be right type of mentality. So that in and of itself is absolutely a belief system and a rule that will hold you back. So yeah. the challenge is a baby step in yeah. letting that You can still do your circuit. You can yeah. still, run. you can still do all of it, but you know, do the fitness challenge, get some, get the move. Um, you know, we've got fun stuff like curtsy squats and mat rolls and things that are going to be fresh and, and something new. And at first you may feel a little awkward and then you're going to have a rule around why well, I don't do it if I can't do it perfectly. And then, oh, you're
2: oh yeah, I got yeah. that. That's my okay. rule. Yeah.
3: You don't want to look stupid. You don't want to, uh, Don't want to not be good at something. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even do that move. So I'm not even going to attempt it. Well, that's holding you back. That's holding you back in your life. So you get to do these in the comfort of your own home if you wanted to. Nobody else is watching. You're watching the video, and maybe it takes you all day to do one. I mean, we don't do moves that difficult, but but there may be some that challenge you depending on where you're at. But we've created moves for beginners all the way to an advanced you know, triathletes. So if you're just getting into exercise, um, you, you really don't know anything about it. You're maybe you're a little bit nervous or self-conscious about even trying, you will be able to do a variation of the move that we will show you that a beginner can do. And it's again, just opening up that, that, um, that idea and opening up the possibility of a new belief system that it can look different that you can have a different relationship with exercise, um, because it does make a difference. I think one of our things is like 500 squats for the advanced. And I love it because throughout my day, I'll just stop and do 25. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do 25. And, and I do it with Berlin, my daughter. And, you know, um, it, it, by the end of the day, you're just like, yeah, I just said 500 squats. And like I said, I didn't have to shower. I didn't get sweaty. And I totally feel like every time I did a set, like I'm honoring myself, I'm saying yes to myself multiple times during the day. And then the competitive edge, if, if you're a competitive type person, or if you're like, you know, Dr. Pat, you said you like an objective, you like, I like you know, an objective. Told, yeah, to be told what to do. It feels great to be able to check that off check it off because in the scheme of life, it probably took you five minutes total throughout your whole day. But because you spread it out during the day, cause you know, squats are squats, um, you know, it, it, it was five minutes total, but throughout your day, you just found a way to like make it happen and honor yourself. And, and it's cool. And it builds momentum. You're going to build momentum going into December which is the busiest time of the year and the time that everybody, you know, kind of like takes their foot off the gas when it comes to their health and you get to create a new reality. Cause like I said at the beginning, the holidays happen every year. So if every year you take a month and a half to two months off your health journey, that's why those one to two pounds keep adding every year because you can't, you can't take that long, long off. If healthy is who you are, then it is who you are through the holidays now I drink wine, I eat desserts, I do all those things, but it looks completely different because I'm committed to my health. If I throw my health out the window, the the alcohol and the food, they're there, but they're, it looks a lot different. It yeah. it looks like a, like a, um you know, it, that's all that it is. As opposed yeah. to the, the 80, 20, you know, being 20% of the time I'm gonna choose these indulgences versus 80% of the time I'm gonna be choosing these indulgences.
2: You know, I want to ask you a question around this because now you're hitting like another nerve here and it's another rule. And as a matter of fact, I think we should skip the break so that we can continue this dialogue here. Um, There's the rule that, oh, my God, I just binged a little bit and had that extra pie. So what the heck? I'm going to have another one. You know, Mm -hmm. this rule. Can you talk about that rule? Now, those of you listening, I could feel you. Yes, it is a rule. You know, it's a rule. You know, we all get in the middle of that rule, but we don't have to make that uh, a rule that we live by.
3: Yeah, it's the all or nothing. Um, Many people not only struggle with it in their health journey, but in other areas all or nothing. So if I, yeah, if I indulge in that one piece of pie, uh, then I'm going to have that second one and like, Oh, screw it. Like I've already just completely blown, you know, everything that I told myself that I wasn't going to do. And then it just goes on and on. And typically it it dribbles into the next day and the next day and the next day and the weekend and then the next week. So the thing with that is creating a a belief that every day is a new day and one binge is not going to destroy you. So when you live from that place, like one binge, let's say that I just decided to just completely go crazy tonight or whatever, because my health journey is every day I wake up and I make a new commitment to it. One binge is not going to destroy you. Just like women who tell me, Amber, well, I do go to Mexico one time a year for 10 days. And I'm like, I don't care what you do in Mexico. As a matter of fact, you can do whatever you want in Mexico because whatever you do for 10 days is not the reason why you're 60 pounds overweight. It's not, it's what you're doing the other 355 days a year. So it's the same thing with like this idea of a binge is like really understanding that let's say that, 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 that does happen, but waking up and saying, okay, I'm going to go back to, I know what works. And that's what we do with the healthy edge is, is in our eight course program, we're teaching people how to live their healthy lifestyle. So there's no question of yeah. when I wake up in the morning, it's like I eat breakfast, yeah. I get my water. I eat my salad a day. Like I Water. just go
2: yeah. back
3: to it. And so you start to have freedom around like having the piece of pie where you're like, okay, like I know that I can have two pieces of pie and tomorrow I'm going <laughs> to do whatever. But there's also a deeper thing, Dr. Pat. And, and that's what we dive into at the Healthy Edge is some people are self-sabotaging themselves because they're punishing themselves. Mm-hmm. So if there's something deeper to this, if this behavior is, is something around self-worth, If it's something around um, proving to yourself that you have no willpower, these are deeper belief systems. This is why people work with our healthy edge coaches, because these patterns, you don't just get up in the morning and say, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to have a great breakfast. You don't do that if there's something deeper to what, what that behavior is saying about how you feel about yourself. Um, maybe you gain weight because you want to be invisible because you don't want to, you know, have intimacy. You don't want, to, I mean, there's lots. lot, it's of a lot
2: of reasons, a yeah. lot
3: of reasons. So, so that's where, you know, it can be deeper than just that, yeah. but, um, you know, from a kind of more of a, you know, just looking at the holidays, it, it can be as simple as, okay, well, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go back to my five healthy edge goals. I'm going to honor myself. Um, you know, instead of waking up and saying, I'm not going to eat breakfast, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, kind of going into that, I'm going to try to make up. You can never make up for what you did. You just got to take every day as as a new day. And, right?
2: And take you know, a different action exactly yeah well before we uh, kind of we we get real we really get going here i know that you have some tips for us and i think they're super important let's take a minute for you to share what they are because you know there are things that if we did these five things every day that we would be taking a positive action tell us what they are you know i love the 80 20 rule yeah. So we've already kind of
3: talked about it, but, but yep. basically you you tell yourself, I live 80, 20. Exactly. 20% of The time I choose for my health, I eat breakfast, I drink my water, I, I choose healthy. And then 20% of the time I choose to indulge. I cho- choose to have a glass of wine. And if you live like that, trust me, your indulgences will look much, much different because ladies, you all know it. When you're feeling great, you're, you're doing things for yourself. You're making great, healthy decisions. There is a confidence that comes from that. There is an empowerment that comes from it. And all of a sudden, it looks different to drink a bottle of wine. Like You're like, you know what? I just need a glass. I'm just feeling really good. That momentum will carry you and create this 80-20 as a habit. So during the holidays, like I said, eating normally throughout the day, not saving up your calories, not saying, oh, I know that I'm just going to let myself go and just stuff Mm. my face tonight. If you tell yourself that and you create that leading up to it, that's exactly what you're going to do. So, You know, creating that safe environment um, as well is going to be super important. The second one is bringing a safe dish to holiday parties. So let go of what you think other people want you to bring or don't. They may say, oh, I thought you were going to bring whatever. You know what? As soon as you say, oh, well, I have a new dish, they've forgotten about it. They've let Oh, they don't care. They're not losing sleep <laughs> over it. So you shouldn't either. So bring a holiday dish that is safe for you. Something that maybe is a butternut squash soup. Maybe some type of, um, you know, doesn't have to be a healthy salad. It could be a healthier version of a dessert. And we actually have a healthy edge holiday cookbook, everything from stuffed mushrooms to healthy salads. We've got a great raw brownie that is amazing mm-hmm. um, that some of you may choose to bring. And actually, if you join our fitness challenge, we'll give you that cookbook um, as one of the emails that we're going to send out to you. But you can also go to healthyedgeholiday.com and you can actually get your free copy right now. And it's 20 super healthy recipes. And so knowing that there's a dish there that you brought, you know, what's in it, you know, that it's healthy. I would always fill my plate, the majority of my plate with the dish that I brought. And then I would, then I would surround it with, you know, things that other people brought as well. So it's, it's a way to be safe um, and feel really good about your, your uh, choices. And then the next one is say no to leftovers. It is. Oh boy to not bring them home well amber how do you do that you just say you know what my refrigerator is full i can't take home one more leftover just, or you know what no thank you you know give it to so-and-so no thank you that's it now if it's your family oh but honey you know and they shove it in i am not lying and some of you are going to cringe at this i will put it down the garbage disposal <laughs> like if, it, if I'm feeling good in my health journey and I'm feeling pretty powerful and I know that that pecan pie or that whatever, I'm going to literally eat the whole thing over the course of like four days, I'm going to send it to work with my husband, I'm going to put it down the garbage disposal. I'm going to take it to somebody, you know, I don't really like to sabotage other people's health journeys. So I would rather just put it down the garbage disposal, but just saying no to leftovers and just being insistent that that's huge because now you can keep your safe environment. You can live 80, 20, and you're not bringing the party home to you so that you're basically, you know, eating like it's Thanksgiving during, you know, the following days.
2: Yeah. You know what I love about the folks that I hang out with I generally don't ever have to worry about that because my buddies do a really good job taking them leftovers. Mm. Uh, the other the other thing that we've, we've noticed is we're not cooking as much, Amber. You know, we, we used to be you got to get the largest turkey on the planet for like three people. Um, we're just not doing that anymore. Isn't that also something to look at? Is look at how much you're cooking. And then I don't want to run out of time to talk about the water. Yeah. The water. Oh. How many so times good. can we talk about this? No, and it's
3: just the most basic component of health because your body is mostly made of water. Uh. It- it's so key to the dehydration that leads to headaches, that leads to cravings. A lot of people crave yeah. when they're really just dehydrated. And yeah. if you're having trouble releasing weight, your body will not release weight if it's not getting adequate water. So I've seen clients literally drop weight by drinking water. It will not make you bloated. It's actually the other way around. If you're dehydrated, you're going to be bloated. Your body's in a in a state of protecting itself. It's going to hold on. You want that water flowing through. It flushes out toxins. I mean, I could go on and on and on about the benefits of water, but during the holiday season, when you are eating more sodium you're drinking more alcohol. You know, you're maybe eating some things that have been made out of a box that have, you know, some preservatives and things like that. So to keep your head clear, to keep your mood in a great place, to keep your bowels moving, water, water, water. So I have my handy dandy water bottle. It's 40 ounces. I do two of them a day. The biggest thing with water is having a way to measure it. So if you're just, drinking random glasses or you're like, oh, I drink it out of this and I drink it out of that. Oh, I think I probably get 60. No, you're probably getting like 18 ounces. So really measure it. Just measure it one day and put it in something that has some some tack marks on it that says, hey, this is 20 ounces and and see and see how many you get. And the goal, you know, 60 to 80 ounces, something to build up to is going to be huge and it's going to help your satiation. You are going to feel better when you drink alcohol. You need to be drinking water in between the alcohol. You'll yeah. still, you'll you'll still get you'll still get in a good space, but you'll feel so much better, and it will control your cravings while you're drinking. And it's just a really great way to honor your body that every single person can do, no matter what your job is, no matter what you know, well, I'm a hairdresser, you know, I can't go pee. You can go pee because when my hair is processing, my hairdresser has time to go to the bathroom, you know, when, I mean, it, or if my hairdresser said, Hey, Amber, like I have to go to the bathroom. Can I'd be like, go ahead. I mean, we, we just think that these things are so odd, um, you know, to ask people to do where it's like go, relieving your bowels is a very natural thing. Yeah, everybody does it. So just, yeah ahead and embrace it and drink your water
2: well i want to just make sure we get to this last thing i know we got like one minute left um you don't have to drink every alcoholic drink that somebody puts in your hand no
3: no i like to fake it you can fake it. it yeah i either fake drinking it or i will go to the bar and ask for a sparkling water with a dash of pomegranate uh, juice in it with a lime. It looks like a fancy drink. No one will question you about that. You that's can try right. on the same glass of wine all night long. Um, I'm a fan of spending, you know, twelve to fifteen dollars on a glass of wine versus doing the house wine that's like five bucks. Uh, because I drink it differently. I enjoy it differently. Um, you know, and so it, it's it's things like that with the alcohol. When you have BYOB, only bring what you want to drink. So, if, don't bring a six-pack if you only want to drink two beers. Exactly. You know, two bottles of wine if you only want to drink, you exactly. know, a couple glasses. So, just really honoring that and what your commitment is before you get there, because I once the it starts flowing, then you know commitments change.
2: I love it. And you know what? We've talked about a lot, but most importantly, how can people sign up for the fitness challenge?
3: Yay. So healthyedgeradio.com. Also, if you're following us on Facebook, the Healthy Edge, I'm going to be putting up some awesome holiday strategies. We'll be promoting it on that as well. But healthyedgeradio.com, you can get signed up for the fitness challenge. You can get those, you know, 10 days free support be part of a community we're also going to give you that healthy edge cookbook uh, with some of the emails leading up to the challenge um and it's just going to be fun 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 and just a way to pass through and yeah I, I did it i did it gonna be great you've been listening to healthy
1: edge radio with amber teal living with power passion and purpose if you've missed any part of this show you can download the podcast at getthehealthyedge.com. Tune in live each month as Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, joins Dr. Pat to create amazing conversations that will empower and inspire.
0: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.